the viewpoint is leading the conversation all across South Africa right now. Stay tuned to SAFM. And still in keeping with health, we continue the conversation with the Secretary General of the Treatment Action Campaign, Mr. Anele Yawa, to converse with us this evening on the state of public health care service in the province of KZN. Now, public health facilities in the province continue to face a shortage of health workers. There are limited pickup points for HIV treatment. Key populations continue to face hostile attitudes from healthcare workers and a lack of privacy because of resources and professionalism, among other things, or just pure demand for healthcare services. These are just some of the findings of a new report compiled by Richidze, a coalition of the non-profit HIV advocacy organizations. The Richidze report was launched this morning, and it is conducted on a quarterly basis at about 400 clinics and community health care centers in eight South African provinces, and 126 of these facilities are in KZN. Now, the report has been developed and designed in response to the crisis in public clinics. It gives communities the tools and techniques to monitor the quality of HIV, TB, and other health services provided at clinics and escalate performance problems to the relevant decision makers in order to advocate for change. And change is necessary, but Anela, looking at the reality of just the quality of the infrastructure, the oftentimes lack of clinical equipment, if not medicines and drugs, and the sheer, sheer demand of these very scarce resources, it makes it, without absolving them, very difficult for the human capital part to do their job the way they otherwise have been trained and would do in these public health care facilities. Your thoughts on just that opening remark? Uh, evening to you and, and, and the listeners at home. I think if I were to respond to you, I can say as the country, we need political will, political commitment, and and more cash injection to our public health care system if we want our country to to realize the national health insurance. And if we let this trade, therefore our health care system will continue to be on its knees and the ones who will be on the receiving end will be the public health care users and the poor people of our country, which is in this case the majority of them are black and women. Let's talk about the general overflow or the, the shortage of healthcare services, generally speaking. What would the Treatment Action Campaign say in relation to the fact that the part of the reality is there just simply are not enough healthcare, public healthcare outlets to meet the demand, particularly for those who use public healthcare facilities? And that has a knock-on effect to the experience of the consumer of healthcare services. Yes, so... so. One of the problems that we have in, in, in our country, which is because of the shortage of resources, you, you will realize that from our health budget, a huge chunk of that money does not go to the purchase of healthcare services and goods. That huge money goes to medical legal claims cases of negligence. Each province, I'm sure, 
is paying more than 10 billion of that money yearly. And where does that money come from? That money comes from the same budget, which is meant to purchase for healthcare services, goods, hiring of human resources, fixing our healthcare system, and do all these things that we wish to see happening. But because of the shortage of human resources, where majority of the healthcare workers are overworked, are overburdened, and at times, as human beings, they commit these mistakes. Not because all the times it is because of mere negligence. And then we end up paying this huge amount of money. So it therefore means if our government, in order for us as the country, firstly, to cap that problem of paying more money to these medical legal claims, we need to hire more healthcare workers. We need to make sure that their working conditions are improving in order for them to continue to be motivated when they go to work. And when they are motivated, it therefore means the attitudes that we see from some of the healthcare workers within our clinics might change and because there will be a change of heart and a change of mind. And therefore, it will therefore mean also as the public healthcare users, when we wake up in the morning and go to these clinics, we don't go into these clinics under fear of being discriminated, being stigmatized, being shouted, where your stigma or your illness is being disclosed publicly without your knowledge, where you are forced to disclose your illness in the same consulting room where another nurse is attending to another patient. So I think as the country, these are some of the areas that we need to fix. And in this case, we need to agree to say, if we can fix the problems that our communities are confronted with at facility level, because at facility level, that is the entry point where primary health services are provided, where majority of the people go to when they are sick. And if healthcare services at that level are not improved, it therefore means the majority of the people will be denied their rights. If those people who are supposed to access healthcare services in those health facilities are discriminated, are stigmatized, are irritated, some of them will decide not to go to these facilities to access healthcare services. And some of them will decide to say, what? Let me default on my treatment. And those who can afford will go and buy for treatment in the private healthcare center. And those who cannot afford, because they don't want to be shouted, they don't want to be stigmatized, they will end up dying in silence because there are these social ills and these problems within our system. So these are the things that need to be addressed. Well, let's talk about then what the Richidza report itself has developed and designed in response to the crisis in the public clinics. Much of these crises that you have already articulated, obviously, would be the response plan. What is that that has been compiled in the context of this Richidza report? So, so on 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 this third edition report of Richidza, this one is as much as it is a provincial report, but it pays critical attention on issues of a particular district. Like for instance, one of the things that is coming out here 
is as you as you have alluded is around issues of waiting time where we see that on the previous report there was a bit of improvement but now we see that the province is dropping and people are ending up continuing to wait longer hours in some of the facilities but we see some improvement in terms of the province trying to uh, implement the monthly, the monthly month dispensing of medication but also we still see some problems in areas where the patient files continue to be missing and when those patients uh, files are missing those individuals end up not getting their medication for a very long time but also issues around space and and privacy where you find out that in some of the clinics like for instance in in clinics like insulin clinic and at 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 there is no adequate space where people are forced to be consulted on the same room by two nurses and some of the people don't feel comfortable to disclose their illnesses in the presence of other patients and they end up giving nurses uh, wrong information and what they wanted to get from that particular facility they, they end up not getting it but also issues of people who have to walk long distance because the mobile clinics don't come every week in the rural areas as well as elderly people not being able to get uh, the treatment they need but also the report talks quite uh, it is giving a, 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 a bad picture about the province in terms of one the attitude of the healthcare workers towards key populations like your sex workers, MSM, people who are using drugs, uh, the LGBTQI uh, community, where in some of the healthcare facilities, uh, there are no adequate services for key population, like your credit not being available, and also uh, people uh, or, 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 or communities from the key population being discriminated, stigmatized, which makes some of them not feeling well to go back to these healthcare facilities. And that's why we are saying there needs to be more external pickup points with key population services that are made available so that if we are saying as the country, no one should be left behind, it's not something that uh, 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 we are uh, theorizing, but it is something that we are putting into practice. But also, the other problem that is coming out is staff that works within the clinic, but who are not healthcare providers, like your security guards, your cleaners, who at times end up not doing what they are mandated to do, like to be responsible for the safety, and the security of the users and the providers of healthcare services. But in some facilities, we see these people also participating in, 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 in the process of provision of healthcare services, where they are able to collect patient files, provide medication to, uh, 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 to people. And in that process, the confidentiality is being breached because these people end up having access to information of saying, 
what, how, what is the actual illness of this particular person. So these are some of the things which we think uh, uh, needs to be addressed, but also some of people living with HIV, their blood samples are taken. But I'm going to have to cut you there, Anel. I mean, I think the, the, the essence of the contribution is certainly well noted in, in highlighting the plight and the state of healthcare services in the public sector in particular. And it would be perhaps appropriate on another day to really give this a bit more time, specifically engaging the Ritsidze or Ritsidze report that was launched this morning, focusing on some of the aspects that have since been designed and developed in response to the crisis in public clinics being the entry point. But I would imagine whatever is experienced in the clinics, it can't be too disparately different to what is happening in other healthcare outlets, and I can think of hospitals for the immediate. But nonetheless, thank you so much for your time, sir. Mr. Anele Yawa is the Secretary General of the Treatment Action Campaign. After the break, we go to something more of the African continental context. Mr. Julius Malema's visit to Kenya, what this might mean. A conversation with Margaret Munyai, Senior Researcher at the Institute for Security Studies. Stay tuned, please.